When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 361 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by St. Ed's own Willie Saylor from Easton, Pennsylvania, coming at you from the greatest greatest studio in wrestling. To my left, Great. Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. And straight in front of me, and I can't see him. He's obscured by this television, but I can see him on the screen. Stephen Kyle Brackey, who, if you see his table, he's got a beautiful falcon, an eagle, yeah. and a and a Denver Broncos helmet from our friend Casey Kreider. I think we need it. I think it needs to be a FRL staple. I agree. You own that. There. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thanks, Kyle. Kind of majestic. Um, okay. So, still probably going to be talking about... Uh, sorry for the late start here. We, I, I wanted to go, and Kyle said, no, we're not doing it without my Facebook friends. Um, he's very attached to you guys. He likes talking to you. And um, so, yeah, we got, we're got we up on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Um, Friendster. Friendster. Zenga. Zenga. <laughs> what is Zenga. Zango is like a like a blog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we could go we could go back to 2002 and find Spay's original Zanga somewhere. Mm. I bet he was on Zanga early. Okay, lot to talk about. It is mostly seeding related, so we had a little bit to digest a little more. We thought about it. We've been more. You know, you come back down to earth, and guess what? They're still horrible. They're terrible. No, they did so bad. It might be worse. A, a, a further examination. There's there's many things that are still being unearthed. The, the the horribleness, right? Chad Red. This man was a Big Ten finalist. He was in the streets all year long, out there scrapping. Yeah, he took some losses. But I'm looking around. I'm looking at someone like Jamel Morris, who is seated well ahead of him, who's. Best win might be over Rustam Ampar. That's a great win, but the guy's probably never wrestled folk style, and it doesn't count for anything. This dude lost to Kyle Shoup, Nate Limix, and something called Jonathan Miller from UNC Pembroke. I don't know what or what? who. Th- I don't know who that is, but I know that that man is seated ahead of a Big Ten finalist who just beat the sixth seed, Mikey Carr. I could go on and on, uh, and I will. It's horrible. I have no peace with this. I don't know what they're doing. If they're gonna seed it, they need to seed it right, okay? And I know all the uh, all the hardos out there saying your seeds don't matter, draw don't matter. Congratulations, right? That's Back probably the approach point. you should have. But yes, it's Back- uh, it's bad. Back to your point. Listen, this is not faux outrage. Like, you know, four four or five years ago, 
uh, the seeds were pretty bad, and me and Christian pretty much raged about it. And then the the last three or four years, we were looking to rage about it. We were like, can't can't wait till the brackets come out so we can rip them. And you know what? They were pretty good. And we said and, as and, much. And we said it on air. We said, you know, we're looking for we're looking for the holes, but there's not too many of them. Um, and after further evaluation of them, we kind of you know even thought they were even better last night when the brackets are released and we do the live show and we start saying um wow this is odd this is wrong this is stupid um it occurred to me like maybe if i take an hour or two and just kind of process it i can see their points it got worse it's horrible it got worse i I was actually an hour and a half two hours after i'm looking through the brackets i was more pia i was more pissed wow um, good job catching yourself and then making sure you use the more inappropriate terminology. That was that's a new one for Willie. Um, so where do, where do we go from here? Um, what what I mean, uh, Coach Tirapelli is going off about this uh, about the medical forfeits. I think that's one thing that has to be addressed. I think um, the the over the worst part about it is the overall message this sends to coaches moving forward. Chris Ayers, don't. Why do you have a tough schedule, dude? It's not going to help you. It's not going to help Brucky. Because look what they're going to do. They're going to put you on the same side as Bo Nickel. When you had one loss, you have way more ranked wins. You have better wins than than Weigel, and you're still going to be seated behind this man who is 11 and 0. Chris Ayers is having like an existential crisis as a coach because he's like, I was raised on a certain belief. Anytime, anyone, anywhere. And I put my team through hell, giving okay. them opportunity That's after a opportunity. Little, you, it's you, a you little dramatic. Let me finish. Let oh. me finish. Well, God, you screwed up my dramatic reading. Well, you said they went through well, hell. Well, you know what? They you wrestled say the... ridiculous things, too, and I let you finish. Okay. And here we are on March <laughs> 14th, and all that they got for wrestling a tough GD schedule is worse spots in the bracket. Wow. They got an actual hell. Literal hell. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's bad. Um, so I don't know uh, what is the thing moving forward. Do we want to look at, look at the brackets one by one? What, are, what Where do you want to go, Willie? Well, I, first I want to say overarchingly is that I do think that the main import is schedule. Don't much matter. Mm-mm. Um Two medical forfeits. I mean, the the big thing to take away, or the big fear to take away, is that in your conference tournament you can just medical forfeit. Yeah. And I think the and I think the third and the fear is that they will continue to do so. It's almost endorsed. It's almost like, hey, the right thing to probably do here, the right thing to probably do here is to forfeit, which is scary. And the third thing to take away is that. Overall, it seems like in some cases they went chalk like, hey, here's the matrix, here's the math, here's the rules, this is what the kid gets, this is what it is. And in other cases they went, well, let's be a little subjective. Let's, you know, let's be real here because this is this. When do you think and, that happened? Um, I don't know. Let's go through them and I'll tell you where. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll give you one. The one that I'm most ticked off about 
is Desi. Because if you if you remove Desi, if you remove Armavir Desi, the name, mm -hmm. and just go math, just go ten and one with a signature win over the fourteen over AJ Nevels and a loss to Mason Paris, who has like ten losses. You tell me how in the heck that kid, that resume is a six seed. So what I'm saying is, in some cases, like Joe Smith, it's like, hey, he's three and two. He has five matches. He took fifth at a conference tournament. He's 33. He's number 33. And in other cases, they go, well, Desi came into the year. He was, you know, he was mm -hmm. the number number one or number two guy. He's a returning All American. You cannot sometimes be subjective and sometimes be strict to the matrix. I I think of. For your your Joe Smith outrage, Willie, Desi is the best example you can come up with. I, I think that is perfect and accurate, and I don't understand um, how you can justify it. I mean, I said after Big 12, Joe Smith should be the 33 seed. Based strictly on, on rules? Yeah, strictly on rules, sure. It, it had to be done. But you can't have that flex with Desi, who has not earned it, period. He is not the sixth best resume not the seventh eighth. it's not the 10th best resume right it's not close if you want to put him one if you want to put him 13 in front of nevels cool that makes sense to me cool. i could i get that yeah he didn't wrestle a lot but you can clearly tell where he's at uh relative to aj nevels and people of that nature but to put him at six it's it's outrageous you know what though tell me and i put it in my article this morning look at the man in the mirror Mm. We set the table for this. The rankers set the table for all of it. They set the table for Rashid. They set the table no, no, for no, Desi. No. Yes, they did. Yes, they did, Willie, because you know, and you said it yesterday, the coaches, before they do anything, they look at the national ranking services. And we all had Desi 4. We all had Desi 4, so we they were justified. They go, hey, look, the professionals did it. Dude. And you know yeah, what? But... You know what? Uh, hey, returning All-American? Cool. Awesome. You know what? We need to be harsher on guys missing and put okay, less weight say late in the season. Put less weight late in the season on guys being returning All Americans and more on what actually I got happened. It, got it. That maps if they applied that universally, right? Right. They, and and they, no they get, what they look at one ranking. I mean, because they they ignored most of ours. No I, I I agree with you to an extent that at the end, of, especially at the end of the year, you gotta. There is a little. They do look. I did say that. They do look at the rankings. They don't do the rankings themselves. They just look at them. But um, if if you put me and you and Christian and and Earl and maybe Andrew Hips in a room and said, do the seeds, we wouldn't have had – we might have had Desi ranked fourth or sixth. We wouldn't have seeded him that. No chance. No chance. No we chance. Would have. It would not have. It would not have happened. Um, now, um, so, so here's here's the issue, and, and here's how you can get to this point of where you have a seeding catastrophe like this. You have people who are not experts at this that are put in the position what, to hold all the power. Okay, you have coaches ranking all year long who have no clue outside of their team what's really going on. They have no they should have no time. 
they should not be doing a good job at the coaches' ranking. There's no way that the, the time required to do rankings right is way more than these guys should be spending, right? Period. I, I believe that with every ounce of my being. So they're not going to be doing a good job. They're going to be looking at our rankings throughout the year. Then they get in a room, and it's three coaches, Tom Ryan, Brian Smith, and uh, Coach Hurling from the Citadel. Mm -hmm. There's administrators who know even less than the coaches, and they're supposed to figure it out. So you have coaches in there who have no business ranking 33 way, guys, and you've got administrators who actually know less, whose skill set is even further removed from, from ranking wrestlers. And they're the ones in charge. So, of course, the, the people with the skill set to do this well are in this room and are, are, are work for Intermat and work for the open mat. They're, they're not in that room. And I don't know why they won't just ask for help because it's so obvious the, that they need help. And by the way, Tom Ryan and Rob Hurtling and, and, and um, Brian Smith, they go to a conference tournament. Yeah. They coach their guys up. Then they hop on a plane to Indianapolis and have a day or two meeting while their team is back there in Columbia, Missouri, that they got to get ready for the national tournament. And and you're telling them to get the seeds done in 36 hours? I, I mean, not it's not conducive to a, a good outcome. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've been part of, over the years, I've had the, the fortune of, you know, Ironman or a Super 32 or an Akron or something like that. Christian, you've been part of it. Nomad, you've been part of it. People saying, hey, wouldn't you help me out with the seeds here? Uh, just, just come in and look at them a little bit and give me a heads up. And we go in there and we say, well, you might want to change this because this guy just beat this guy at this place. Well, okay, you're missing a level here because this guy placed at Fargo. Oh, I, I okay. And at the end of the day, we don't it's not like we go in there and run shop we we just give nuggets of hey you might consider this yeah and it's a better process yeah it would help them it would help i don't know why they don't do i mean coach uh scott Goodale, the Rutgers head coach says we need to have pat tossie on it and talk to him about it I, I don't know what pat can tell us i mean uh we we know what the process is we know what's happening we just know that there's people that are not Frankly, they're not qualified to do this, that are doing this. And that's why you get what you get. Now, what makes it confusing, Willie, is how did it go right last year? We said, this looks good. But we yeah, were like, in the right direction. and actually, the whole point of our thing last year was like, these are all so good. How does John Ernesty get this seed? You got everything right. And there's one thing that just sticks out and makes no sense whatsoever. There's like one thing, and it stuck out like a sore thumb, right? They did such a good job. So I don't know what happened because... The process did not change, correct, no man? The process is identical. Not to my knowledge, it didn't change other than 33, but that shouldn't affect the top. Um, right, and they did 33 anyway. 16, yeah. They just didn't uh, put them in there. So I don't know what changed, um, but they've got to they got to do something. I mean, if we're going to see it, if we agree that if the job's worth doing, it's worth doing well. Right? Yeah. You're gonna, you're seeding it. We seed tournaments in folk style wrestling and NCA wrestling. That's why I don't. We think it's important to seed it. So just do a good job. That's right? why I don't. Um, that's why I don't buy the excuses or the I I don't buy the the reply. Well, you just got to wrestle the guys in front of you. Okay. Um, well, you, you know, you have a seeding criteria. Just do it right, and when the results are poor, don't say, "Well, you got to wrestle the guys in front of you." And I'll say this too. 
here's a reason why seeding is good. The, like, you know, you have – you could make the case, and I was okay with it, the random draw at Worlds, right? You, you collect – you get a number, and that's where you are in the bracket. Um, do you want to go to that? You don't want to go to that. No. NCAs don't want to go to that. And look at the discrepancy between the two. Now, they're starting to trend in the right direction, UWW. But for the life of international wrestling, they never had a season. They never had a season. Nothing mattered. Nothing mattered at all until Worlds and the Olympics, and you got a, a random draw. Do you want that, NCAA? Because you know what that means? Nothing matters until March. Yeah. And it, there's no – if listen, if seeding is not important, the season's not important. Yeah. And you want the season to be important. And all they've done here with how they've seeded it is make the seed. And this is something – we have talked about this with international wrestling. And we've talked about it with with college wrestling. Is you can't be a one-tournament sport in international. You can't be a one-tournament sport – for the health of the sport, in, in folk style, you cannot have the NCAAs be the only thing. It's got to be, you have to have a, a, a season. That's why the NFL is so great. That's why the NBA is so exciting, right? They have a, a season, a cadence, right? You lose that completely if you say, you know what, Shakur? Skip six of your eight duels or whatever it was and, and forfeit in the finals and only have one win over the nine seed that's of real note. And you know what, Zach Savasky? It's cool you wrestled all year long, but you had some losses. And I know it's a little interesting that you had losses. Maybe it's because you were out there wrestling people and not when you're feeling a little like maybe you don't want to wrestle and not wrestling. But, yeah, you had some losses. We're going to put you back here behind Shakur. And that's just one example of many. And how about this, guys? You're, you're confusing two different issues. We all understand Shakur's hurt, Meech's is hurt, whoever's hurt. Yeah. The coaches should absolutely do what is right for them. That does not mean that they should not be also punished for their seed. Yeah. They're two different issues. Protect your guys. Fine. Great. That's what you're paid to do. You can't get credit for things you didn't do. Yeah. I, right. I agree. I agree. Um, so uh, we're, we're looking for season. What, where do we want to go here? Um should should one one thing that we talked about on the phone yesterday, Willie, because we're still just yelling like ah. crazy crazy people, was should medical forfeits do they have to be counted as losses? Because I'm I, I I'm think, I'm kind of like and, and Coach Terrapelli I think was was suggesting this as well. Well, Christian um, had a good idea. You know, an hour or two after the show, we're venting. I'm steaming. We're Twitter's going nuts. I'm getting P. Terry. <laughs> Christian calls me. He's going through the P. Terry's drive-through. Um, you got a strawberry shake? How about the shakes at P. Terry's? Oh, oh. goodness! I can't All believe time. you moved. I know. But me and Christian were happy. I said, Christian, medical forfeits got to count as losses. They have got to count as losses. If Sh if Shakur now, for Shakur it doesn't much matter. But if Shakur Rashid forfeits. To Miles Martin, his record should be something in one. Yeah. If Michic forfeits to Pletcher, it should say in the in the ledger, it should say Stevan Michic has a loss to Pletcher and he has a loss to Lezak. Okay? And RBY, that should count as losses. 
Now, Christian countered, and I agree with him. He was like, the problem with that is it gives Lezak a win over Micic, and, and, and it gives Pletcher a win over Micic, and I don't know if you can give them that credit. Okay? Here's a, here's a, here's a happy medium. It doesn't count as a win, but it does count as a loss. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. And, and I think if that's the case, then then I, I think it, coaches will look at it a little differently if there's going to be a dash one. And you know what? Here's why you know it's ducking, right? You know it's ducking. When the quality of competition impacts whether you're going to wrestle, it's not a health issue. It's a I don't want to lose issue, period. Mm-hmm. You, you can't don't, – don't, don't give me health. You can't give me health. It's 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 ducking. You're avoiding you're avoiding a match that you could lo- that you would probably lose, or you're worried you would lose. You don't want to wrestle it. With all due respect, I, I mean I think the world of of Sean Burmett and and Stevan Mitchell, kid's a warrior. But you cannot say on one day he's healthy enough to wrestle, and the next day he's not, and he will be okay by NCAA's. You can't say that. To to me, it's an open admission. If you if you do that, what they should be thinking is. If you are not able to compete, it should drastically impact how that athlete is viewed. Okay, he's six at Big Tens. He's six at Big Tens. You're not second at Big Tens, right? You're not. You don't just get all this absolved. They're sending a message: we are not right. Okay, and I think probably Coach Bormet would have made the same decisions with Stevan if there was. A more punitive seating yeah. implication. I, I I believe that because I don't think Stevan is probably healthy. But that you, for the integrity of the bracket, you have to say okay. They're saying this guy's a, he's six. He's not right. We have to have some. Uh, that has to have some impact there, and it, it just it didn't. Well, I mean, let, I mean, you talk about the integrity of the bracket. Look at let's say, let's say Stevan is really hurt. Yeah. In which case, the integrity of the bracket, I mean, DeSanto more or less gets a pass, right? What, what because do you mean? DeSanto's a, well, DeSanto's a seven. Let's say Stevon goes out there and, and like, his first match, he's like, I can't go. Yeah. Right? DeSanto gets a pass. True. Mm, but, or, or RBY, the winner there, yeah. But here's the thing, Willie. I don't remember what it was. It might have been PIAAs. You once said, look – your qualifier is your qualifier, and how you do it, your qualifier determines how you do. And you know what? If you're not right that day, that really sucks. That really, really, yeah. really sucks. But you know what? Yeah, I mean, you have to be right on that day. I was thinking about that too, and because a couple weeks ago or two weeks ago, and this is this is drastic, and this is um, you know hypothetical. But Space said instead of conferences, what if they went to four regions? And while I don't think that they should do that, I've always been of the opinion. That conferences should matter. Conferences should matter. It's the one of the last things. It's the last big test of the year, and it's the last big indication of where you really are at right now. And so, you know, people get up in arms about PIAA's and uh, Sammy Hillegas, and you know they should seed it, and or or any state organization for that matter. Hey, I like how Jersey does it. I like how PA does it. If you're a Northeast Region one. You're a Northeast Region One, and if you happen to slip up and you're a you're a Southwest Region Four, that's what you are, and that's where you go in the bracket, right? It's it's mm. very cut and dry. Yep, that's not bad. That's not bad. 
Kyle Brackey. Let's check in with him. I don't know if he's yeah. talked. What's going on? Exactly right. There are very, there are some outliers. I think Kyle Knell's a terrible match. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, if a guy is streaming down to the conference tournament and does not have a good conference tournament, he will likely not rebound and just automatically put on a show at nationals just because it's two weeks later. That's most likely the guy you're going to get at nationals. I agree. I don't with know that. how you can make the, I, I don't know how you make the extrapolation like. Stevan's not Stevan's not healthy now, but and if you're the seating committee, well, he'll be all right in the week and a half. I mean, <laughs> basically, you're he's hurt admit- right now. Yeah, he's hurt. He's hurt. Um, all right. So real quick about the conference tournaments mattering. Here's the and we talked about it yesterday on the show the the thing that's so odd to me. Once you get into the AQ spots, once you get past the champion, everyone's the same. So the Big Twelve runner up is the same as the Big Ten eighth. What? Yeah. yeah, we said that yesterday. That's how I don't understand that. You gotta have I mean, tears. Look, look at Colin Jensen. Uh, you know, he comes in, he's not a qualifier, he wrestles his heart out, he beats guys he's not supposed to. He was seated seventh in the Big Ten. He takes six in the tournament and beats guys out, and he's seated well behind him. I mean, he pinned Mason Paris. You're you're in literally in the bracket. A week before, is there any better indication of where things currently sit than what, what just, just happened against a large portion of the field? The Big Ten, having the Big Tens should make seating so much easier because you have such a concentration of talent. It's like, here's where they are. Here's where, here's my, car, here's where my car is in relation to my Chad car. Red and Kanan Store and Max Murin. I now know where he fits in real time with these guys, but instead, well, let's take a broader look and let's do this and let's do that. You, you messed it all up. I have a, a, another hypothetical for you about like potential changes to the process. So one of the ones we were very upset about yesterday was Deacon over Pentaleo. <laughs> I went back and I wrote the article. Pentaleo did not, was not an AQ for his conference in the sense that he did not earn an allocation for the Big Ten. So... Deacon had a better season. They split with each other. Now, I totally get that the most recent head-to-head um, is it, it kind of usually takes precedence. But when you look at the seeding matrix where if there's if they each have a winner of each other, that means it's a wash. It's the same as not wrestling each other. Mm-hmm. So when it's a conference win, should the conference win be weighted more highly than a regular season win? Not just in terms of recency, but also because it's at the conference. Well, I guess partially because of recency, but also because it's at the conference. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I want to skew heavy, more heavily towards – I don't want to ignore the season. But you know what? Oh, did Weigel earn an automatic spot? This man was 8-0. and um, I mean, he had beaten Jacob Warner, so maybe he did. But, um, you know, him getting the three over – It goes over back Bucky's to – it goes back to at sometimes they go math and at sometimes they go subjective. And if we were all in a room, if we were all in a room and the math mm-hmm. said, and the math said Deacon, we would have the common sense to say, yeah, but that's just happened. And he just right? lost to Blyes. Not just, just the Pantelio loss. loss. He lost to Blyes. That's right. the other thing too. It's not just Pantelio. And, uh, you know, Nomad just looked it up. Weigel did not earn a spot for his conference. Didn't matter. 
Brucky sure as hell earned one for print for EIWA. Sure is. That's your word of the day. <laughs> he double hockey sticks. Um, so, okay. And, and you know what the thing – I want to make sure. I want to be clear here. I don't think there is any funny business going on. I don't think these guys are in, in, in the room and twirling their mustaches with some Machiavellian plan. for. They just, they just did a bad job. They did a bad job of the thing they're supposed to do. I, I, I can't look at this and see, okay, they're trying to get Michigan. Well, wait, Mason Paris is the five. Or they're really hosing um, Oklahoma State by putting Joe at the 33. Why, why goes opposite Bo Nickel? Yeah. So I, I don't think anything like that happened. I don't, And I don't see a team thread that is like, okay, this team got a benefit or this team. There have been years where you could kind of see, oh, Missouri, this is interesting. But, no, I, I didn't see that here with, with this one. And I still maintain it's not even the committee. It's the Matrix spit out these numbers, and they were like, well, no, big bumps, I don't, huh? I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I I agree with that. They leaned on the they leaned on the math and the matrix when they wanted to, and they were subjective when they wanted to. Okay, I think the coaches were subjective when they wanted to, and that we're we're all coming back to the same points over and over again. But that is why the you coaches go, should do the ranking. What do yeah. we want to do? We want to go through the brackets again. Well, I want to talk about 165 because it was a, a topic of conversation, and especially as it pertains to Alex Marinelli, who's likely going to have Joe Smith in in round. And a lot has been made of wow, this draw is horrible for Marinelli. Blah blah blah. Man, I, I think we're going to look back at this. This is not going to have been a thing. Joe, first of all, Joe Smith is going to have to wrestle two matches this session. The man couldn't finish Romero. Marinelli has been unreal. Is it ideal to have someone that has that kind of potential? Maybe, sure, probably. And then everyone's well, I, like, oh, well, then he's going to have Vero Wet. They put him, they know he's tough. It, Vero Wet. That's what I. Vero Wet needed I a wild card to get yeah. in. He didn't qualify for EIWAs. I'm like, there's not, no one's setting up Alex Marinelli. And first of all, you're assuming the win over Bullard for Vero Wet based on what? I, look at his EIWA tournament. Sure, he can wrestle Marinelli tough one time. And it, by the way, he lost that match. It's not like he beat Marinelli. Mm-hmm. I know very well has beaten good guys. He beat Chandler Rogers last year. But, I mean, I just don't see that as some, like, really tough thing. But then, yeah, he, he has Mikhail Lewis. That's tough. Um, but that's a quarter. That's an eight. And it should always be tough. That's a quarter. Yeah. We, we've been talking about this weight all year long. You're going to have someone good in the quarters at this weight class. And Alex Marinelli will. And then... Um, you know, you have someone you're, uh, now I do think shields, shields should be the four, right? That's like, go, go into that one a little bit. Okay. So here's my issue with, uh, with shields wick. If you're going to bump shields up, then that also means you penalized wick and that, but it also means you have to push up massa. And they didn't push up Massa because Massa was right where I thought he would be. So you just punished it, – it's it, it's like when you do a coach's ranking right, or do any ranking, it's a zero-sum game, right? If you push someone up, someone else has to go down. But somehow only one person went up. Like I I don't get it. The 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 Going into conference weekend – first of all, Wick, Wick had a head-to-head over Shields. Yeah. Which helped Josh Alber, who lost to Chris Sandoval. And other people, and several other people, Moran but, and Store, but the, the you know those ones just come to mind. Um, 
He was higher in the coach's rank, and he was higher in the RPI. There's no reason Shields think, shouldn't. Literally right there, literally right there, you hit you hit 50. Like, you, you, you were automatically at a tie. So that means they changed the coach's rank and somehow pushed Wick down for a a single, not even bad loss. He didn't lose to uh, Philip Spafedora. No. He lost to Logan Massa. He lost to Logan Massa. And so, and so with that, they're looking at a conference result. So they're looking at a conference result there. Mikey Carr gets eighth. And they're like, it's cool. Yeah. Six. Yeah. It's it's just the, the application was all over the place. That's the thing. It is it is inconsistent application for penalizing for penalizing guys. And and now and like whatever, but like now Marinelli has to wrestle Wick for a fourth time? Are you kidding me? Four times. How does that happen? Well, and he's gotta get by Marsteller. Fair. Yeah. Totally. We're I'm projecting chalk. Yeah, but I like know that. What? Yeah. It's not they they stink. They did a bad job. They did a bad their job. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not too hung up on that. Here's why: because I think that Massa had a Massa probably had a low valuation because of his loss to um, Isaiah White and Romero. Yeah, and I, Romero. Don't care. I don't right? care. Right. So I, I know. I know. I'm just not as I'm not. I, I see what you guys are saying. I'm just not as ticked off at that one as I am at other things. Evan Wick had a better season, and he beat Shields head to head. Boom, roasted. Okay, that's it. Um, let's start talking <laughs> some matchups here. Thoughts, reflections. Want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One twenty-five. We didn't get into it too much. Um, Vitali versus Rivera in the quarters. I'm fascinated with that. I now I like Foley a lot. That dude was limping like crazy after the Big Ten tournament. You can't have a bum wheel in, in this this tournament. I I think it's who was limping like crazy. Rayvon Foley. Okay. So I I am penciling um, Arugial to hit Rivera. I I don't know if that's like a good matchup for Vito or not, but I know man, th- he's a scary he's a guy. Out. He's yeah. a tough. He's a tough out for sure. He is exactly what we talk about when we say bracket buster can beat guys seated ahead of him because he wrestles to his level of competition. <laughs> Fair he enough. Does. Yeah, the Montoya match could be a mess. Montoya's got some skills. Um, now, uh, also in that that top side, Mueller Bresser. You know, we like both those guys. We think. I mean, Nick V's Nick V's a big Jack Mueller fan and <laughs> thinks he can make he can win it all. But um, how do we see a Bresser Mueller match going? I don't know if those two have ever hit. Mm, I love it. So love Mueller has traditionally been pretty good on top, but have we seen Bresser really get turned or ridden? Bresser got away from Spencer, right? Back when no one got away from Spencer. That, that's what I'm saying. We haven't really seen Bresser get turned or ridden. And then, as far as on their feet, we know Bresser. I mean, Bresser gave up like six takedowns last year, and I bet not very many this year. Um. So, it, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a low-scoring match, and I think Bresser has one elite skill, which is speed, and I, th- I like Bresser. Well, we, you know what? We, there's a couple articles we need to write. Um, I would like to write an article on, you know, premier matchups that we haven't seen yet, um, like top ten guys that haven't hit. Yeah. And another one is uh, – another one – 
that somebody will certainly write is best first round matchups. Um, I really like this uh, or the second round matchup here. Glory Fleetwood. I think that's sort of a Fleetwood's thing. pretty under the radar. I think he's really tough. Um, he could definitely beat Pat Glory for sure. And you said yesterday, Christian Fowles pitch. Fowles pitch is really interesting. Schroeder looked good, by the way. Don't, don't, Who did don't, he beat? He beat somebody good, good. Um, did he? He tilted. Well, he beat Moise, Heinzelman. Moisey, I don't know if he's good, good, but. Oh, oh, oh. I yeah. think I was thinking of. He, he tilted him. He beat him soundly. It was an impressive win, how badly he beat Malik. Um, yeah. yeah, Fowl's pitch in round two is really curious to me. But, but Fowl's have to get by Schroeder a uh, short time after the weigh-in. Uh, now the the stupid pigtail round, which is maybe the dumbest match in wrestling. Oh my god! Get away with the third. Get do that on Wednesday. Do it Wednesday. Get rid of the thirty. Yeah, do it Wednesday. No way. No way in. Yeah, don't even make him way in. No way in. Just do it Wednesday. We'll figure it out. What is the stupid? You know what? You get all jazzed up for the NCAA tournament, and then you start with pigtail pigtail rounds. And then, and, you now, start, and then you have to have a pigtail wrestle back. I mean, what what is the point of the thirty? I know what the point is. They don't want to lose qualifiers. They want to make they want as many schools to have as many qualifiers as they can. So you go back to the AD. They can say, "Look, look at our success. We have a qualifier." I mean, come on. What? So, so there's ten more qualifiers? Should be a thirteen yeah, member. Yeah, get rid of them. And also, it's such a horrible round now because it used. I mean, I think Darian Cruz was in a pigtail last year or something. Like, there's you could have good wrestlers in the pigtail because it was completely random. Now it's the two worst wrestlers. Yeah. It's a horrible match. The only one we'll watch is Joe Smith. And also... Um, also, we, we messed up the other day, Nomad. Me and Nomad said that <laughs> the 33-32... We said the pigtails would be random. It's not random anymore because it's 33-32. No, no, no. No. I confirmed what? last night. So they, 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 they okie-doked us. 29 through 33 is randomly drawn in. The problem is they then had to assign numbers later. So we don't know that, like, Joe Smith was 33 or 32, whatever he got. They, those were actually drawn in, but then they gave them numbers. Oh. Interesting. But, okay. But the point so, – so what you're saying is hypothetically JoJo – Was 29. He could, be the, he could be the 29. He could be, yeah, he could be 29, he could be 30. We don't know. Um, oh, curious. Yes. But the, the import to that is it used to be random because of team points, correct? Like – yeah, right. The <clears throat> So in college wrestling, if there is a match before, that's why like at conference tournaments, the Big 12 looked all weird because sometimes one seeds had buys, sometimes they didn't. Yeah. Uh, when, you have a carry. Right. So you you can't, you can't, uh, you don't get points for a buy, basically. Right. And so theoretically, you 31 points. guys have buys. Well, you get points. If you win your next match, you get like half a point for advancement or something like that. No. No. You don't get uh, any carry. All right, all right, come on. Um, 33, or anything else on 25? No, I just like, I like those, I like those couple um, matchups early. Seated really well. Perfectly. Which, Legitimately perfectly, like to the point where I think they spent so much time on it, it screwed up the rest of the bracket. They just ran out of gas after 25. That's a thing, that's a real thing. Yeah, they, they were. Coaches. I think the coaches were definitely mentally fatigued. Every third, it's literally every third wait. Twenty five, they got right. Forty nine, they got right. Seventy four, they got right. So it was like they caught a second one. It was like, all right, we screwed up forty one. Time to nail forty nine, baby. Let's find out when their yeah. when their bathroom breaks were. 
Get Coach uh, yeah, Ryan right? on the horn. Find out their coffee schedule. Obviously, because then they got the heavyweight. They're like Mason Paris the five. They're like, yeah, whatever. Cool. Oh, my flight's in like an hour. <laughs> Do we know that Tom Ryan wasn't looking at the facility blueprints and schematics during this? <laughs> That man loves his new facility so much, it, I, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, 133, let's talk about some of the fun times we're going to have here. Um, we talked about Ernesty Tucker round two. That's kind of cool, I guess. Bridges Pletcher? Whoa. Bridges is coming on, guys. You know, in the beginning of the year, Vegas and before is like, oh, I'm sorry. Got it together. It's not like we thought he wasn't as good, but I think it was weight. That's just my hypothesis. I think his weight's under control. He looked dangerous. He looked good against Gomez. It wasn't some weird win against Gomez. He looked good against Dayton Fix. Reportedly, I did not get to watch that match. My DVR recorded it on channels that I don't get. It was the ultimate tease. It was there in my DVR. I was like, yes, I have Big 12 files. I click it. You don't have it. So they recorded it. How does that happen? It happened. It's like, because you know... DirecTV gives you all thousand channels, like so you can see what's on. Oh, you, you can see the guide, but you can't. You can't you, when but you go I to the channel. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not there, and it recorded it anyway. So DirecTV, you played me. Um, so anyway, sorry, y'all don't care about my cable situation. Uh, Philippi will have Gomez around too. We <laughs> talked about that one yesterday. So those that's going to be a. You know that's going to be a Twitter handle now. What CP's cable situation. <laughs> People do that. Someone made a Twitter account with my uh, reaction face of Lee uh, hmm. Rivera takedown. I just saw that yesterday, this morning. They ask a funny FRL question as well. Um, okay. Um, yeah, Gomez Philippi though. That's the that might be the most interesting second round matchup of the whole shebang. Yeah, that's really. Tell me about. I think it's a bad matchup. Tell me about Pitzel. Well, you tell me can't, about stop Pitzel. bringing up Pitzel. I'm gonna is tell it, you this. Not, that's, that's all I'm gonna tell you. Stop it. He can't beat Gomez. No. Okay. I mean, who did he have? Okay, you can you can use the hardo any man any give. Okay, sure, yeah, that. But no. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not. Who, I'm not going that route. Who did Gomez have that barn burner with at Scuffle though? Was that Patel? No. Who was that? Uh, <laughs> Ty Smith. That was who oh, Gomez had it with. Ty. That's making me sad because Ty Smith got got. Yeah. Sick. Didn't you ask about Gomez's barn burner? No, you're you were right. I just I got sad because now because oh. Ty Smith is sick. I'll say that Patesel basically only loses to good guys. He lost to Ben yeah. Thornton. And he got some wins. Devon Michich, RBY, DeSanto, Lee Zach. These are his losses. Gary Wayne Harding, really Chaz Tucker, Tarau, Corbin Myers, Dayton Fix. He just he oh, beats he who he's supposed to. Wait, beat. he got he got majored by. Oh no, that's Tarau. Major Deegan. No, nope, he lost to them. But his wins. <laughs> His wins are not. I don't know what his wins would be. This would be. He doesn't the, have any wins. Oh, yes, he does. John Ernesty. Mm. Who once yeah. tech falled Austin Gomez. I'm back in. Upset special. Patel over Gomez. <laughs> was, that, was that the full Lauderdale that, that fracas? The one I'm oh, he beat Montori, too. Dang it. I'm going to lose a pinky out of this. Were those were those at the Fort Lauderdale <laughs> fracas? What? He's, Pat Downey duels. He's asking for. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when happened. Yeah, they have well, dates on there. Well, I don't. Right. What was your pinky bet again? Patel Gomez. Oh yeah, you're losing that. Yes, Dang it yeah. was at it, it was at the Flatwater Fracas. He beat Ernesty in the Pat Downey duels. Where was the? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows why we called him that. 
and he beat he beat Montori at Journeyman. I mean, there's two good wins. I know. I just I just read those, buddy. Classic reread from Willie. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose a pinky. I, can I just can we move on? I'm down a digit. <laughs> I might be able. Do I get some sort of disability? I have zero Whoa. farms and I have no zero farms. farms and nine fingers. <laughs> I'm not going to be very strong with plow. I can't wait to chop your finger off. It's going to be great. Yo, who says you get to do it? Oh, it's it's No, done. we're going to we're going to go fund me. Someone's going to have to pay to do this. And it's going to go to charity. I'll bid the highest and I'll chop your damn pinky <laughs> well, off. Hey, ask if wait, call Penn State and ask if Fawn accepts digits. <laughs> Donate my pinky to science. All right. Um that was fun talk about 133. Oh, good 133 chats. Yeah, is um so is DeSanto set up great or set up bad? I don't know. I for me, I'm. We don't know. We don't know. I well, think he's set up great. I think he's set up great. That's my gut. I don't think he's gonna beat Soriano again. Uh, I don't. I need that match again. I need it. I need it so bad. Just mainly. I need it so bad. What can we do? What strings need pulled? Um. I need it. I, I truly do. And there's nothing else that can be said. Well, hey. It's looking like Michich DeSanto, and it's like almost inevitable, right? I don't know. And uh, and, and one of them's going to get Soriano. Yeah, so that fire, I feel. Fire either way. It's, it's it will be flames. I can't wait for it. Can Tariq screw things up? For sure. I mean, so Tariq last year. Oh, I'm sorry, Soriano was 25 last year. Disregard. Man, I don't like the Tariq against Soriano matchup though. For Tariq. For Tariq, I think yeah. he picks him apart. I do too. I think he's just on his legs, too fundamental. He's too Soriano's so quick. I don't think he's be able to get to him. And also, can call me strike twice. Yeah, call me crazy. Call me I don't maybe. know if Tariq gets by gets by Gonzer. You love Noah Gonzer. Gonzer's I good like on Noah top. Gonser. You love Noah Gonzer. Count how many times people like take Noah neutral Gonser. against Gonzer. Yeah, I will count them. <laughs> Thanks, Brecky. It's uncountable, though. All right, 141 pounds. We, we good with that? Are we able yeah. to move on now? Yeah. Um, Parker Red, round one. That's fun. Chad Red like, got hosed. Is... Ch Chad Red that got is... hosed. I feel bad. I'll say it I again. Mean... Cam Kelly's the 12. I was putting out all points bulletins for this young man, and he shows up in the – I didn't see him until the 12 seed. I haven't seen him until they plop him in the 12. I'm sorry shots fired at Joel Greenlee in Ohio – Bobcats, Kyle Brackey, the and fighting me. Brackies. Shots fired at me. I said that, the fighting Brackies. I, I will say. But you're wrong. You know you're wrong. Mm -hmm. well, I, well, I do think Chad Red should have gotten a better seed. There is a, a scotch of us doing the thing scotch. that parents piss us off about, which is my kid got this at this tournament. Well, look at who he beat. Huh? Look at. Look at who Chad Red beat to get to the Big Ten Finals. Yeah, the sixth seed and the eighth seed. He beat Mike Carr and. I. Okay, I understand that, but we, we also in think this tournament. Mike Carr's seed is bad. In this tournament. Sure. Okay. So you know what I mean? So, like, how much better is Red? Well, let's look at Cam Kelly. What are well, you talking about? Well, yeah, if well, I mean, if you look at the guys who are seated directly above him, uh, Cade Brock does not have as good of wins as Chad Red. There we go. Uh, Jamel Morris does not have as good of wins. Uh, Kyle Shoup, nope. Cam Kelly, nope. Uh, Tristan Moran, uh, you mean the guy he finished ahead of at Big Tens? Yeah. He should legit be like the 11 seed. You probably this, can't put ahead of Dom Demas. Cam but. Kelly lost to Corey Simpson at max. 
He lost to Cor Cam Kelly lost to Corey Simpson at max. He has mm. no good what? wins. It happened. I'm reading it. He beat Brian Lantry. It's all a legend. Sedarian Perry. <laughs> no video proof. He beat Lantry, Perry. He lost to Nick Gill. There actually is no video hey. proof. <laughs> so. Thanks to ESPN for burying this game. Hey, well, you say you say uh, you say you can't put you can't put Red ahead of Demas. Let's let's not. Demas has been. You might very be able to. Demas. You might be able Demas to. Demas lost to Ryan Tomrinka. Oh, okay. He lost to Sedarian Perry. He lost to uh, who else? He lose to. He lost to Ben Freeman. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um. Dem uh, Chad Red's the uh, well. You, then you can put ahead of a store and card. Chad Red should be like the six seed. Chad Red's the six seed. <laughs> He's free, the sixteen. Free strawberry sauce, and I hope he balls out. He could beat Yanni though. Well, Although, that's what he yeah, beat Yanni. That's what I was getting at. Like, or actually, he did. You know, he won the four man bracket you, with Yanni. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you reward him, reward him. I'm not saying, but to have the tournament that you have to knock out the number one seed at Big Tens to make the Big Ten, Big Ten finals, large ten, and then to say plus four, and they say ah, you'll get you get Yanni second round, Yanni round two, and I'm sorry, it all comes back to Cam Kelly. It's audacious. Look at this man's here. You know what? Go to WrestleStat, Cam Kelly. Just print it off and read it. You're being really mean right now. Oh, poor Cam. Poor Bobcats. Hey, wrestle a match. Hey, just be, just don't lose to the name I already forgot. Corey Simpson, who is ranked number 126 by WrestleStat and is 16 and 28. Salty 16 and 28. This is all a legend. <laughs> a horrible. Okay. 141 dirt. What else we got? Um, that's a good round dirt. one match. Dom Demas versus Mitch Moore. Someone's going to throw somebody. Someone's going to throw somebody, and it's probably going to be Dom Demas throwing Mitch Moore based on... Does Mitch Moore science. throw people, or does he like more mix people? No, he's got, he's got upper body stuff. He's really stuff. good with underhooks. Yeah. yeah. You should watch a match sometime. Yeah, you know what? I'll get you complimentary <laughs> flow pro. Um, Ironman Kelly. Wow, that's a fire round two matchup. Headley's going to beat Kelly, probably. Well, uh, that's not true. You don't think so? Yeah. Look at AC Headley's losses, bud. I'm just telling you, it could happen, brother. It's if, not. If it can happen with Corey of the Simpsons, the long lost Simpson brother, it, it could happen to. Congrat! He caught. He caught him. Pinned him in like 20 seconds. Oh, he got caught. I mean, well, a 20 second match when he's tech falled Simpson earlier in the year. Yeah, I would say that's getting caught. Hey, you know. But we, you know what? Keep harping. We, Keep we, chirping. We talk all this stuff about med forfeiting out of conferences not mattering. What the hell they do to Matt Finley? The hell he won't. This man was number ten. This man has been gone. I thought he went on another Mormon mission. Yeah, dude, uh, I was, I was like, yeah, but he's number twenty. I mean, okay, he dropped that, ten I mean, spots. They, they hit uh, him pretty good. Nobody else dropped any spots for Med forfeiting out. Well, no, I'm telling you, this guy was gone. He'd been gone. Wow. Yeah. I thought he was helping the, the effort uh, at Haiti. I really thought he just went on another mission. I thought it was over. I thought we'd see him in another couple years. Um, okay, back to 141. Dude, he's kind of a he's kind of an interesting guy that could maybe make a quarter though if he's on. I mean, he's clearly not healthy, but you know. Um, I mean, I know. I'm looking at I'm looking at Matt Finley. I don't know. I'm looking at a lot of people, and I'm thinking Chad Red would have been better off to take sixth. Yeah. Give him the twenty. Give him the twenty-one. Yeah. Would have been better. Okay. Um. That's it. We talked about Brock McKinney yesterday. Um, encourage you guys to check out our 
our raw, unfiltered bracket reactions. Um, we were probably a little more subdued this morning, but we were we were wiling. 149, 149 pounds. Let's take a look. Uh, this one we felt pretty good about, right? This is it's all kind of made sense to us, but I, I just can't. I Penn State fans, Brady Berge is set up just beautifully, beautifully. Out of the twelve, yeah, Penn State, it's amazing. They have no, you have no right to whine because Kassar got the two in a fifty-fifty split. Because <laughs> across the board, you got amazing draws. Chenzo, Bergy, d- shut up, wow. shut up. Holy cow! Strong words from a strong man. <laughs> How is he set? <laughs> well, Kassar got the two seed. Shut up! I guess. Got I it. guess he's set up if you subscribe to the notion that he can beat Kaladzic. Well, why would I not subscribe to that notion when Parker Cropman and Jared Prince did it? And Zach Krause. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That everyone should su- everyone should subscribe to that it. thought. There's no reason well, I'm going to fully subscribe. You know, at least so. Like, I mean, it, yeah, it's hit. probably the best case scenario. It is literally you cannot you cannot put him in a better quarter. Brucky got hit unjustifiably. Kalazic got hit justifiably for losing to Krobman and losing to to Prince. Oh yeah, he 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 has a bad loss at conference weekend, so he gets dropped. But nobody else does. Who? I'm saying Kalazic Kalaz- Kalaz- got third, and like, oh, let's punish him. You think he was punished? He's fifth. Well, he was third before going into conference weekend. Well, it sounds like I mean, it sounds like they did it just right. Okay, exactly I I agree right. they did it just right. I'm saying it's inconsistent with the rest of the brackets. Unconsistent. That's right. Unconsistent. <laughs> Uh, how do we feel about how do we feel about Brock Muller getting the four? Uh, pretty not like that's not really outrageous. I think yeah, I, I feel okay. Really yeah, I'm, I'm, well, who who should be the four? I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of sticks out. I mean, he's a true freshman. I guess his only his only loss he has two losses, and they're both to Jarrett Deegan. Major. <laughs> I mean, that's it's kind of weird. I mean, he beat he beat Caden. He beat Maruka. I, he beat Thompson. I guess that's made so good. Deegan the four. D- Deegan should be the four. That would uh, Deegan at the four would probably be more excusable than um, Desi at the five or uh, what's his face Paris at the five. Honestly, I would spend more time yelling about that than Deegan as the four seed. I'm dead serious. Okay. Anything else that I really like this? No, I, I just like. Like I said yesterday, there's so much parity. I think 149 is not spectacular, but I think it's very interesting start to finish. Like oh. even first round. Maruka Lugo, that stinks for Iowa. We get Rolfing Deegan again. Rolfing the, Deegan. The 12 foot matchup that happened in the scuffle. Oh quarters. my gosh. So much the length. Stretch fives battling for uh, 149. Like, there's not too many, even in the first round, there's not too many foregone conclusions. I'm watching all these. All of them. Like We're going to pause the tournament. Uh, Oliver Schuyler, Rolfing Deegan, uh, Artelona Thorne, Maruka Lugo. I'm watching these matches. Colbar, you know who's not, you know who's been low key decent this year is Raquir Vandermeer from mm-hmm. Stanford. Yes, you're right about that. You're very right about that. And I don't think he can beat Fine Silver. I really like Fine Silver. I don't think I could pick. I don't think I could pull the trigger and say this man is going to beat Michael no, Jordan. No, right. But man, he's. He presents all the problems. He's going to have to really dominate on his feet. Um, 157. We talked about this a little bit um, as far as 
you know, Pantelio and Hydley. Hydley at the five. A lot of people are really fired up about that one. I'm not as fired up as others. Um, should I fired be? Fired up no like matter. he should be higher? Right. To the point where I was like, wait, do we think he's too high or not high enough? A lot of people think he should yeah. be higher. His quality wins points were very low. Yeah. Yeah. That's and what he I'm lost saying. to Larry early. He lost to Larry early, and his best win is whom this year? I mean, on name not found. Yeah, this page intentionally left blank. Um, what what His what best win. what tournaments did NC State go to this year? ACCs. He doesn't have a good win. ACCs. Like they didn't go to any tournaments. Oh, uh, well, sorry, Hooky Open. Oh my gosh, they went. They went to Pat Downey Duels this year. What? His Why do best teams win. Do that? They, no big, tournaments. They... No multi-day weigh-ins. Why would you do that? He beat Keyshawn. I guess you get at the Pat Downey duels, you get uh, multi-day, but still. They, it's not a tournament. Hayden, these are the tournaments that Hayden entered this year. Hokey Open and ACC Championships. Okay. His beat, best win is Keyshawn Hayes. He beat Keyshawn and Romani. All right. Sorry. that Five may be a gift because you lost yes, very early. Uh, sorry. I I think we all think he's I mean, really he good. I mean, he lost. But what, what can we he see? He lost to Burger. He yeah. lost. To, he lost to Burger, and he lost to Early. Burger's a two. How high should he be? Yeah. No. His best wins are the number eleven. Yeah. yeah. He may be too high, frankly. Um. Okay. So that's fifty-seven. No, not really. But um, that was a fifty-seven-related topic. Um, for <laughs> Iowa, you see Caleb Young and Hayes. Okay, that's interesting in round two. But I don't see either of those guys testing Deacon, though. If Deacon's not right, I don't know, man. I'm Zach Hartman's cradle. I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much respect because I just watched him, and I didn't get to watch Deacon in at Big Tens. But that, that, that kid's problem's on top. There's a lot to cradle with Ryan Deacon. He's yeah. enormous. Uh, all right. Larry did get the seven seed. He'll have Blyze in round two. Blyze can make a quarter where he'll hit Berger. How close was Bly's burger, Bracky? Oh, that, that was at o, it was OT at one point. In the duel, yeah, that was super close. Um, I think at Big Tens it was like six three something like that. I'm looking right now. I'm looking faster, probably six three. I was right. I'm Boom. Boom. He's right. Um, so that's interesting, but I I really think Burger is just like kind of separated himself as the number two. Probably. We'll, yeah. We'll find out. Which is the neat part. Uh, any other 57 thoughts? <laughs> no. Sounds like a no. Does Nolf, uh bonus his way through? Let's th- let's hypothesize his path. Um, he'll have a, the pigtail winner will be a pin. He'll have LaPrade Van Brill. That will be probably a tech or a pin. Whatever he wants it to be. Whatever he decides. Then he'll have Humphreys Pagdaleo. Pagdaleo held him to a decision. If it's Pagdaleo, I don't know if he's bonusing him. Okay. Pagdaleo was a tough matchup for him. Now he could just cradle him. And then Pantelio Hydley, I don't I don't see a major there necessarily, right? Not guaranteed. He did not bonus Hayden last year, even though, yeah, it was the knee, but I still think he was about close. In the to finals, he just makes I mean, he just has to make sure he still has a head after that one. What do you mean? Oh Burger. Because <laughs> Burger's coming Burger's for that coming head. For heads. Yeah, that's okay. 
One more, says Tyler Burke. I don't know. I don't think Nolf bonuses way through this bracket. Uh, there's just guys that match up well with him. What? 165. Yeah. I'm taking I'm taking chance to make the semi. You got him over Wick? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, I mean, he was having his way with him last time. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's... I don't know. I think he beats him. Okay. Has Wick been figured out on top a little bit? Doesn't seem like he's cradling people as much this year. No. I, he's still riding them like crazy. Yeah. But also his his struggles to get away concern me too. It's like if you're going to be a top monster, you got to be able to get away to negate the mm-hmm. – or otherwise you're just negating yourself when you ride for two minutes um, if you can't get away. Negating yourself, that's a bad thing. You don't want to negate yourself. yourself. All we know is this. The Iowa fans are like, God, we got to wrestle this freaking guy again. Now, again, he might it might be chance, like Willie said. I need I need Marcella Marinelli. I need that. that was, there's need that a match we've never seen. That's what right? I need. Have we seen that? It was just like freestyle or anything, high no. school? Nothing, right? Not Nothing, since never. Roller 48, 7 under bracket. Man, you always got those deep cuts. And it's always 48, 7 under. So that's a, that's a legendary weight class. Uh, yeah, so I, w- I would love to see Marcella Marinelli, too. Brutes. Uh and the bottom, yeah, you're right, man. Chinzo, geez. They just set him, other than white in the quarter, but getting shields in your as your semi or Massa. I mean, you're opposite Wick, who he will never wrestle Evan Wick in his life. It has been so decreed. Chin, Chinzo <laughs> Joseph will not wrestle Evan Wick. It's not going to happen. Not even if there's a fire. Not even if they wrestle each other in a duel. Not even if they wrestle, yeah, not even if Wisconsin drives all the way and uh, Vincenzo doesn't wrestle. They won't wrestle. It's not going to happen. I've eliminated the thought. Ashworth White, is that an interesting uh, potential round two? Yeah. I think Ashworth can 100% beat Isaiah White. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting round two. I may even favor Ashworth based on what I saw from Isaiah. I believe he's beaten him before. I want to say that too. Um, I'll I'll look it up faster probably. I'm looking up faster than all you guys. You're right. You're right. Uh, No, it didn't work. Isaiah White did. Not working either. Yeah, he beat him 2 nothing. 2 0. All right, so Ashworth is going to be in a quarter. I guess <laughs> it, it has been so decreed. Uh, all right, 74, right? That's the next one yeah. we're going to. They got this one right, we feel. Yeah. In general. So let's just look for the cool matchups. I don't see a lot. When it's seated right, the good matches don't really happen till later. Jerks. Um, I mean, Skats Galuhan we mentioned yesterday. Like that, I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, that's what I got for you. Yeah, I don't. I ain't got much here. Um, Zahid Lewis semi. Ooh, baby. Well, Jacoby Smith. We kind of talked about him a little bit. I think he mm-hmm. he will he will be heard from. Hey, he, somebody said Labriola beat Jacoby. Yeah, the, it was like Bob Smith Open or something. The Bob Smith Open? Yes. Correct. Last year, beginning of the year. Does that, does that tournament have too flashy of a name? Yep. I think it deters people. People are like, man, that why sounds, is it, that why sounds is it really no zany. Alliteration? Seven, There's no alliteration six. in that tournament. 7-6. Oh. December 3rd, 2018. So it was this season. 
Why did we not stream the Bob Smith? Right. Wait, it was this season? Definitely not this season. Yeah. Why does it say it last 20- season? Well, you said 2018, which would be. That's what it's listed under. I know. Hmm. Well, that's a bunch of horse hockey. <laughs> horse no. hockey. Your language is out of control this time. Okay, episode, so it sorry. says 2018 season, but it was 2017. Sorry. Got it. Okay. That's that was pre-Jacoby's Jacoby. 84. Vins. Uh, Vins Price round two. Okay. Miles Martin looks like straight cruise control to the chip. He'll have to go through either Dean or Parker once again, but he's kind of tooled both those guys up. No problem. Uh, How did Vins end up the nine? How did Bonacorsi end up the 13? What's wrong with Vins at the nine? You think he should be higher? I don't know. I think we literally have him. I think we have him ranked. Is that accurate? We have him ranked eighth. I think it's accurate. Sounds like a one slot uh, error. Because he beat Wilkie, um, who he split with. He beat Parker this year. I think he's, I think he's appropriately placed. Dang, he does have some dubs. He's he was all over the place. He beat Foster Bonacorsi, and beat Parker, Parker, but he lost to Parker, Rashid, Wilkie, Ness, Renan. He makes it hard. I think he. Yeah. I think he's well. The the Rashid Vens. I mean, how much does that shift seating? If that goes the other way, crazy. I don't know. Anyway, wow. How much is it? Sh- I mean, Parker back-to-back tournaments gets holes just from Shakur not wrestling him, and, and it's, it's, I'm not assuming a, a Shakur win or, or a loss to Parker, but, but at least let let it happen. We'd, we'd like let to see it happen. It. Like you know, the it. duel, and then at Big Tens that messed it up, and that all, it all held. And the, the ducking was rewarded in the seeds at Big Tens. And it, that's why Big Ten seeds mattered. Right? So you're like, well, was well, this is what it matters. It gets you on the same wow, side as Miles Martin. That's a good one, second round. Parker Bonacorsi. Yeah. Yeah. Bonacorsi is excellent. Uh, you want to look at 13? If, assuming, let's, just, let's just assume that Parker gets by Bonacorsi. Who would you take Parker Dean? Ah, Dean is mean on top. I just Dean don't, I don't is so mean on top. I don't top. think I don't think he holds Parker down. Parker's too much of a yeah. I, I that's just my opinion. I think Parker is a tough matchup for Dean. I mean, you could be right. Um, he is a Dean. Wilkie Dean. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to even say it. Uh, any other thoughts here? Depray Depray at the eleven versus Foster. Yeah. That I could see Dupre winning that. Yeah. For sure. sure. And then Zavatsky Dupre. That I Lou Dupre could make the semis very reasonably. Without like I'm not gonna be like, oh my goodness, he what a mer- Cinderella story. No, he beat Foster, he beat Zavatsky. And I Fa- see it. Foster beat Zavatsky twice. We've seen Zavatsky get high seeds before in that place. He did place last year. So there's history there and there's tough guys, so I'm pissed if I'm a Virginia Tech fan about this. <laughs> they should be raising heck on uh, what's the the hokey yeah, sideline Yeah, because think tech about forum. it. If he was, if Zavaski was the two, he would have Kevin Parker, Chip Ness, who I don't think he's ever lost to, and then a broken Nick Green. A bro or Sammy Colbray, or Gear. Gear's the twenty six. This this Oklahoma State decision thing, man, they really played themselves. And this, it's exactly what we said. If you wait like this. But but honestly, I'll say that for, for gear, I don't know. That's actually a pretty good that's draw. 
I know. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. Renan, who is a shell of himself, potentially. Uh, And then Sammy Colbert. I mean, it's not that bad. I feel so bad continually crapping on Shakur Sheed because I actually really like him. Gave an awesome interview after Southern Scuffle. He worked his ass off, made himself. He wasn't a blue chip guy. He's now a top level guy. He clearly always go out, goes out looking to pin when he does wrestle. But well, we're not talking remove about, the singlet not, and just I, look at the freaking resume, guys. He shouldn't be the no, two seed. Uh, yeah. He shouldn't have been the two seed Big Tens. He shouldn't be the to two seed. To me, it's not. To me, it's not anything about nothing that we're saying is about Shakur Rashid the person. It's not about Penn State. It's not about. It's about math. He 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 doesn't have the wins to justify where he's at. Yeah, and Zavaski would be set up so nice if he were that too. Zavaski has six wins in the top sixteen. Read off that Shakur Sh- 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 uh, Zavaski tweet you sent uh, to those that don't follow Wrestling Nomad on Twitter. Oh my it's, god! Yeah, it's at the Wrestling Nomad. He, okay, so in terms of seeds beat, Zavaski beat number five Dean, number seven Rena, number eight Price, number thirteen Bonacorsi, number fourteen Wisman, number fifteen Ness. So. Before we even get to Rashid's two wins, number nine Vens and number ten Colbray, Zavatsky already has three. Right. Oh yeah, so five, seven, has, eight. Before he has three wins better than his best win, based on the seeds that you guys did. Yeah. And the man, you're you're just you are emboldening these coaches. Look, if Shakur Rashid had multiple wins over Emory Parker, multiple wins over Vens, which could have happened, you know, and, and only lost to Miles, or even if he. You know, hey, you wrestle against Miles. I mean, guess what? You might beat him. But especially in a case like this, they're they're clearly saying they're clearly saying that wins don't matter, losses do. Because if you have a something and zero, you're golden. Golden. So don't wrestle nobody. Don't skip them all. Not good. Zavaski has great wins, very few losses. How many losses he got? Two, three. three? Okay. Three losses. It's, okay, they're, they're punishing. In this case, they're punishing losses more than re- they're rewarding wins because they're certainly they sure as hell ain't rewarding wins here. And guess what? Rashid might beat those guys. Yeah, yeah, we know all that. I know no, it's not That's right. Not he can that. make the finals. It's just about the process. <clears throat> um, okay, ninety-seven was horrible. Um, they hose Brucky. They did Brucky so wrong. The, and the, there's such a difference between being topside and bombside in this bracket. It's absurd. And they they just hose this man in a, in a way that unthinkable. Okay, so so tell me why they hose him. They hosed him because Weigel. he should get the three ahead of Weigel. Absolutely. So going back to the the Deacon Pant- uh, Pantaleo argument. So I was like, well, we shouldn't be that upset because Pintalio didn't earn an AQ for his conference. Well, guess who also didn't earn an AQ for his conference? Preston Weigel. We already said that. Guess who st- walked into conference weekend with a, with a number three in the coach rank, number one in the RPI? Pat Brucky. Preston Weigel doesn't even have an RPI. So he's below a whole – he loses that to everyone in the matrix. He doesn't have any RBIs either. Yeah. And so, okay, he beat Warner and uh, Warner and Miklas. Pat Brucky has twice as many wins over qualifiers. Yeah. What? It, it, and he avenges only loss of the year. Ha. But what that, did Weigel do? But he did dash zero. He torched Big Twelves. Dash zero. That's he, that's the thing. I bet it's easier to go twelve and zero than thirty and zero. Man, scientific. I would like to see. It's kind of like the Chad Red situation at the sixteen. 
I would have liked to see Josh Hoke anywhere but the 16. I just, I think he could be, I mean, I thought this a lot for a long time that it's like, come NCAAs, Josh Hoke is going to be one of those guys that beats somebody that you're, he could be a bracket buster, but not with Bo Nickel in the second match. Well, can he tackle Josh Hoke? Because he's a good running back. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. How far do you see Warner going? He has K Wood second round and then Brucky in the quarters. His draw kind of stinks, huh? Yeah. Because he lost to K Wood. I think he beats K Wood. I think we said that, but still suboptimal. Does he beat Brucky? Uh, K Wood's been shaky since then. Yeah. And he, and Warner's coming on. He got yeah. seventh at EIWAs and got 12 seed. He did? Yeah. Seventh at EIWAs. Holy smokes. Yeah. Drew Holy Phipps. buckets. To quote, lost to Drew Phipps twice. Over lost Phipps. to Drew Phipps twice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Warner, I think it's coin flip Maybe with just... Rucky. There maybe is not much evidence to suggest that. It should be a coin flip, but I think it is. The way Warner's coming on. So that's yeah. the thing, right? Warner, we generally feel Warner is trending in the right direction and is better than he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So... I mean, like anything else, it's who shows up on those three days. But, you know. <laughs> Drew Phipps beat Rocco Kaywood. Drew Phipps beat Rocco Kaywood twice, and that's who Warner has first round. Hmm. Maybe he'll ask him, hmm. how'd you do that? He'll beat Drew and be like, hey, you got, got a sec? So this Kaywood guy. Uh, looking at the bottom part, I don't know. We, this weight's not good, so it's like. I hate it's, the bottom. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, you know what? I'm moving on. I'm over it. Move on. Totally over it. <laughs> then there's heavyweight. Um, pair. I mean, what? All right. S someone that is like, should I check? Heavyweight's a bunch of average guys to me. Yeah. No average. What, what do you think about Stole Wood round one? I can tell you who's not happy about that. Lehigh. That's not good. Yeah. Jordan Wood, clearly the fourth best guy all year, only has losses to the top three seeds, wrestled a great schedule. Oh, here you go. Sam Stoll. Have fun with Sam Stoll. Well, it's like, it's it's almost exactly like Marinelli Joe Smith, right? I mean, it's like you're just drawing, you're sort of drawing guys in. And I mean, if what you're saying is accurate, Nomad, that 29 through 32 or 33 are sort of drawn in. Stoll, Stoll could have went with Derek White. Right, yeah. <laughs> that was a one takedown um, match. That's how it was explained to me multiple so times, including last night. Yeah, so it's kind of, uh, you know, it stinks. It stinks for Marinelli getting Joe so. Smith. It sort of stinks for Lehigh and, and Wood getting stole. He got stole. Uh, okay, other matches of import or interest. You know, Desi. Who knows where he's really at? Um, I know some feedback I got from. Pac-12 coaches is like, watch out. He looked good at Pac-12s. He could make a difference. But I don't know. Based, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's been really good before, right? We know that. But he is the highest returning All-American. He is that. He is 100% that. So that is undeniable. Can can Hilger do stuff on the backside? For sure. Absolutely. I think Hilger's tough. I think he's really good. I think he's extremely complete. Who would he lose to? Hilger do stuff on the backside after losing to who? Kassar. Caesar. So he lost to Hamida for third, right, at Big Tens? Yes. 
I think, yeah. And I, mean, I know you, he's seeded yeah. to AA, but I, I think I think he can AA. Let's check in with Facebook. What's going on, Bracky? Um, <clears throat> not a ton, really. Not a ton. They've calmed down. Low energy. A little, actually, right now. Wow. Shots fired at Facebook and yeah. Zuckerberg. Actually, Facebook. Shots fired at actually Facebook because oh. you were down all yesterday. Okay, so this happened earlier, but you guys were on a roll. But I made a note to bring it up. Um, the Maryland super heckler, Robin Ficker. Yeah, where's he been? He's been on watching Facebook Live. Oh, sweet. He said that um, Amita is going to whip Casser, and then he's going to make Sanderson cry. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, we got you, Robin. Kale's going to shed tears. Well, now, which Sanderson? He just said Sanderson. Kyler. Mm. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler and Steve. Kale, he'll take it. Kyler and Steve, they're going to be broken up about this. Ficker, what? what? Where Ficker. was he? You know what, Ficker? Where were you yeah, at where Big Ten? Yeah, where have you been? You can't just... You can't just cut and run because Maryland's on some downtime. This no. is when they need you the most. Hey, I saw him at a couple duels this year. Did he get banned? No. No, I saw him at a couple duels this no, year. I mean, from ban- Williams Arena. He's he's an attorney. You can't ban him. He, he'll, he'll exercise. <laughs> I would ban John Renan from many arenas if I could. Well, yeah, but you can't. You have no legal authority. Um. Okay. So, Ficker, you're suspect until we see you at one of these things. Okay. Uh, where else can we go? Should we go to our questions from our friends? Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm sure they have nothing to do with seeds. We have so many friends. I, dude, the questions were basically non-existent. There were not very many. I only pasted a, a couple in there. Um, this is the guy that has the qu- uh, the avatar of me being exasperated during Spencer Rivera. What did you guys take on college coaches and staff members continuously yelling at the refs for stalling and penalty points? I see a lot as a high school coach, but with all the coverage this year, I've been noticing more at the college level. It's horrible. They they w- they spend so much energy working these refs. It is you guys would be stunned how much time they spend yelling, correcting. I don't know how they don't get warned more. They just they make that's like their role there. It's like all right, I get to sit in the corner and yell at this ref and work him or work the assistant, whoever's nearest to me, the whole time. And it's almost it's. Most coaching staffs do it the whole time. What What's my take on it? Um, if It probably works. It probably helps them influence the officials, and that's probably why they do it. And they have, like, all these coaches have, like, control issues. Like, they want to be in control of, of something. So it's, like, something maybe they think they can impact. They want to be doing something, feeling productive. So I think it's partially that, too. It is just so funny when you hear any coach go, What's he doing? And within a millisecond, boom, hands up, stalling. I, it cracks me up every single time without fail. It, it does happen. But then sometimes they're the, they will yell for takedowns that they know aren't takedowns. They will yell for things that they know aren't things. So they'll, they will be actually disingenuous too. But, yeah, I don't know. Hey, we haven't talked about, speaking of Maryland, we haven't talked about this at all, I don't think. Kerry McCoy out at Maryland. And though I read this as I actually was excited about the timing. The timing seems strange, but to me it says Maryland actually wants to hire someone that will do a good job there because what we saw with Wisconsin is, hey, all the coaches are at NCAAs and, you know, we can interview them there. So I think that's what we're going to see with Maryland. Will we see a godfather offer like we saw two years ago at NCAAs? Go on. 
Well, should we say it since he didn't take the job or? Yeah. So we saw uh, Kerry Colot meet with Whit uh, Babcock. Whit Babcock two the, years ago. The Virginia Civil Tech. At our at our fancy when we were having a fancy Italian dinner, Godfather mm-hmm. dinner. Um, but yeah, that that I mean, you know, all these coaches they, they listen, right? I don't know how seriously Coach Colot take it, but yeah, you, you know, you're gonna listen to Virginia Tech. You're gonna listen to Maryland and Wisconsin. There, there are plenty of head coaches that listen to Wisconsin. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a. <clears throat> I think there's gonna be a good crop of candidates for that job my, my question is how much do they want to win do they want to win yeah they didn't seem like they cared much because they, this th- listen the the job coach McCoy was doing was not this is not a new thing it's been going the wrong way for a long time and everyone knows it and it's been the, he's been the name that comes up every time you're like who's the next coach to go Who's on the hot seat? Who's on the hot seat? It was always him. But the seat's only hot if your boss cares, right? And maybe they're like finally like, okay, we can win. But anytime you see something like this, it just makes you wonder if they're really interested in winning. The only name that I've heard, and I haven't spoken to the coach about it, and this is just people just spitballing back and forth with me, is Todd Beckerman. He was an assistant there at one time. Mm-hmm. It's right near. He went to DeMatha, which is right down the road from College Park. Um, I have no idea if Coach Beckham wants to leave Brown, but it is close to home, and I like Coach Beckham as a How coach. about this for a There's- name? Here's a name. It may not be time yet. It may not be time yet, but I think you got to look at Frank Beasley. Yeah. Ooh. Now, is, gonna does, a, a does a Brian Snyder – now, if a Brian Snyder, if uh, – who are the – if a Casey Cunningham – Casey Cunningham not interested in this job. He, I don't think he was interested in Michigan. Um, but, but, you know, obviously if he was, you would hire him immediately and stop um, – it. let him coach NCAAs if he wants to. I don't care. Um, get Casey Cunningham. Let him team. coach both teams. Penn both State teams, and yeah. Maryland. Just switch shirts. Just give him, give him a polo. He can swap between rounds. He's got he's on Hamida duty. Hamida Kasser – he can he can literally pick who he wants to coach. Fine by me. I'd I'd allow it if I were Maryland administration. But so that's also the kind of thing. It's like I'm expecting not the upper echelon crop of guys to throw their hat in the ring. Do we think? Uh, so when Wisconsin opened up last year, um, you know, kind of talking to some people, it was like they're not going to take anyone who hasn't already been a head coach. Do we think that will also be the case with Maryland, or are, do you think they will be open to looking at assistants? I have no idea. Um, I think you should be. I think you're silly if you're not open to looking at assistance. Given where they yeah, are, too. I agree. Yeah, I think I think that's really. I mean, I, I think that's a. I think that whole thing is, well, maybe football. I don't know. I think that whole thing. Well, we want a guy with head coaching experience. Listen, there's there's a ton of assistant coaches out there that are better. I I would have way more faith in than oh. some current head coaches. So, yeah. That's that's a stupid premise. You're absolutely right. So it's it's always tough for these hypotheticals because you don't know who is interested and you don't know the nature of the support. Now, as time goes on, you you will learn more. And we're obviously asking around and trying to figure out who's interested. You know, hey, coaches, I know you're listening. Hit us up if you're interested. I was we'll told. Talk about you. Is Nomad gonna apply? Are you gonna apply? Well, I've been keeping it secret, but yeah, I'm gonna apply. Well, no one listens to this show, guys, so it's fine. Did you guys say John Hughes? I did not say John, John Hughes. John Hughes, I think, would be interesting, too. I was told by a Maryland alum at National Preps that McCoy gets 
and I don't know how you can verify this because of private schools, but McCoy gets a top 10 coach's salary. No. Well, I cannot verify it. And I mean, we can check to see how much McCoy makes. We can't confirm whether it's top 10 or not, but. I'm pretty sure he makes 150. Dang, that's probably in the top 10. Uh, uh, 140, I think, is the number I heard. However, there, this is coming from a message board somewhere. Somebody looked it up. But context, to live in D.C. Oh, yeah. 140, 140 150. Like poor Fair. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Fair. She can't afford to live there either. It's very, it's very expensive. Um, cost of living doesn't uh, matter. According to this article I found from June, uh, June 2017, Carrie McCoy was making $146,000. Whoa. Yeah. So that was fiscal year 2016. And you're so. not going to not give him a raise after the season he had in 2017. <laughs> so you got to figure he's in the 50s now. <sighs> Sorry. One f- 150 is a – I understand what Willie's saying about D.C. being expensive, but 150 is a good chunk of change. No, that's a good That's a good salary for a college coach. I mean, wrestling. It's you a know? good sal. It's a good salary considering what they were the return they were getting on that investment too. If he's getting paid yeah. by the win, he's the highest paid coach of all time. He makes <laughs> he makes more than he makes more than Gruden by the win probably. Um, all right, I'm sorry. I don't know who's going to get that job. Sorry. I, hope, I hope Coach McCoy stays in the sport. Of course, just, he's an awesome guy. Just, just did not. not work in this situation. Yeah. Um, over under how many matches come down to a hands to the face call. That's what I'm looking forward to the least is when a hands when on ESPN prime time NCAA finals, when one of these oh. coaches throws a Dear brick Lord. for a hands to the face penalty, people are gonna be watching and being like, What in the actual you know what is going on here? How is especially this happening? ones especially ones that Never watch wrestling. They just oh, they only watch it in March. They there's probably fans out there that only watch it in March. Hey, you know what's cool? College wrestling, NCAA finals. Check us out. Let's dude. turn it on. And it comes on, and they don't even know that the fans to the face rule, well, started being applied so so vigorously. They're gonna be like, what? Hey, I got a, I got a coach. Uh, I got a coach who's saying that. 158 in the top 10. Iowa, Iowa State, Missouri, Oklahoma, Pitt, Oklahoma State, Michigan, Rutgers, Lehigh, Wisconsin, South Dakota, and West Virginia all make more than that. Well, Maryland alum, you know who you are. You lied to me. You're wrong. You know you're wrong. You should put it as Well, I'll still say this. 150. 150 to start. Like, that's the baseline. You go there and you say, listen, we're going to win. We're going to turn it around. Maryland wants to win. They give you 175, 200. You're looking good. You're looking good. It might not be top 10. You're looking good. Right. Um, okay. Um, someone, some Elliot Clausen, ignoring medical forfeits, do you think the insane seating is the committee's way of trying to make a regular season mat- matter more? I can't think of another reason to ignore the most recent head-to-head results. I would agree with that, but – but it also seems like they didn't really pay attention to the regular season either. There, there should definitely yeah. be padding, right? Like, you know, you, you stumble in the semis and you get third at conferences, but you're thirty and four. Yeah, it should. Yeah, cool, fine. You get eight. It should give you some. It, right. It should give you some insulation. Michael Carr comes in undefeated, or no, he had one loss to Ironman. It gives you a little padding. 
But you don't take eighth and be sixth. Yeah. No way. No way. Um, anything else before we depart, friends? Those are really mo- the majority of the questions. When is our next FRL? Is it tomorrow? I don't know. It's TDB. To tomorrow? It's not B. tomorrow. Well, listen, it can't be next Tuesday. Yeah, sure shooting. I don't know about Monday. I'm, I'm going to see about tomorrow. We'll let you know. You guys have the internet. We'll we'll make you Monday. guys aware. Um, yeah, we'll see. You, what we can. you guys have the internet. Because the internet, you know, we'll tell you. Follow us on Twitter at cpiles8 at kbracky at williatflow at the wrestling nomad. Is there any way to listen to this without the internet? Yes. Be here live. <laughs> yes. Be in the control room <laughs> or sit in here. We should we should have a live studio once. We have a chair here. Yeah, we have a laugh track <laughs> for for uh, Willie's bad jokes. I would I would help a lot. Uh, uh, all right, we are ready to go. Control room, guys. One twenty-five preview coming out at noon. I am going to smoke Spay in the previews. You, you oh, voted baby. on Twitter by a four-to-one margin. I'm going to do it, but I need your help. He need read my dang previews the- more than Spay's because oh, his are terrible and mine are excellent. Wow. The ultimate. It's one of the greatest rivalries in college sports. I creamed him for, I think it was CKLV. There was something we did where my lowest preview had more page views than his highest one. Yeah. And you know a, what? It was a tough scene. Let's keep it up. Hey. I'm, I'm just all, refreshed. On all I'm all for the rivalry. I think I just hope you two make each other better, and that makes the site better. Well, I ain't making him, ain't making him better because he sucks. Wow. This trash wow, talk is out of control. Fire. We're going to need to go to Spay for a response here. Um... So I'm going to go talk to him, make sure he's okay. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned to FRL. We're doing it again. We just don't know when. It doesn't matter. You'll be able to find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Zanga. It's all over the place. You'll find it. Talk to you later, guys. Thanks.